This is the Fedora Chronicles radio show number 32, and I'm Eric Renderking Fisk. This time I speak with Jason Cousineau about social media, old flames that should remain extinguished, and the consequences of the digital age. Once again, here I am with Jason Cousineau. Okay, Jay. So let's let's get down to business here. No more jokes about rubber no gumby jo- pants. No more jokes about the rubber gumby pants. Because my I had a talk with my boss about that, and I explained to him the necessity of the rubber gumby pants, and he just did not want to know. <laughs> After about five minutes into the conversation, as with most conversations with my boss, he just looked at me and said, "You know, you might as well just stop there. I I, I don't want to know." Anyway, Doug Palumbo <laughs> had sent me this le- link. And this is what I love so much about Windows 7 is that you can just plug it into your widescreen TV and I can just go like this and I can just switch here and that, yeah, look at that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's Facebook pornography right there on foxnews.com. <laughs> Holy cow. They're really hard up for ratings. I guess so. They're- Blast from the past. Could Facebook destroy your marriage? Yeah. Short answer, no, it can't. What you do with it will destroy your marriage, right. but just like, you know, if you could walk into a bar and destroy your marriage. It doesn't, it doesn't take uh, other people's technology to mess things up. I can oh, do yeah. that we've all been, by themselves. We've been screwing up our marriages for decades before <laughs> the internet was even invented. Just right here, um, the, the movie Social Network is about to hit theaters, but is your marriage already taking a hit from Facebook? If so, join me at Good in Bed, which is another <laughs> website... Where we are discussing the downsides oh of social networking. <laughs> Could it get any worse? Oh yes, it can. Gosh. Right now, uh, we all know the story. Boy meets girl. Boy loses girl. Blah, blah, blah. Save that version for Hollywood. How about this one? Boy meets girl. Boy loses girl. Boy grows up and marries someone else. But then the boy rekindles the friendship with his former flame on Facebook. Ends up totally wrecking his marriage. Oh my wow. gosh. This is an ongoing okay, so phenomenon. I'm hearing this real life story more often a tale of a high school sweetheart trying to go back to the future. Oh my gosh, this is written by someone from the 80s <laughs> having flashbacks to my high school and no, this, hated it. This is this is written by somebody who is of our own uh, of our own age group, I can yeah. assume. Only to realize that they should have been content to leave those memories in that old shoebox in storage. There's a reason why we left the past in the past. Exactly. In the end, we're only human. We all romanticize the past, men and women alike. We do? I didn't. You didn't what? I don't, I don't romanticize the past. I mean, I remember being a kid and not having I, any I, responsibility. I, 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 I idolize have, and want to return to that. I have but, fond memories of, of the past, and I have horrible memories of the past, and I'm trying to find... See, I've got the warm. I've got that warm medium between the two. I mean, uh, you and I are a, are a study in opposites because I had the absolute perfect upbringing. Sure. My parents are still married yeah. to each other, right? And they've, you know, I'm sure they've had some difficulties in the past, but they've managed to work through them sure. and persevere and all that. You know, I didn't suffer any abuse. I was never exposed to alcoholics directly. Right. You know what I mean? So I had really a perfect upbringing. Whereas you, on the other hand. Got everything I missed. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. And somehow, yet you turned out sane and I didn't. So I guess that nature-nurture thing is really just kind of goes out the window. It really is. And Either the thing that is, or is that those late-night movies with the guys in fedoras have a lot more effect on people than we realize because I couldn't get those. Yeah. I never had those. All I wanted to do was just be the kind of person that Humphrey Bogart would want to have a drink with. Well, the thing is, is that Doug Palumbo had mentioned that... 
that article okay. on about Facebook and how Facebook is destroying marriages yep. or how it's a tool that people are using to destroy their marriages. It's a yes. tool for other tools to destroy their marriage. Right. It, the internet is wonderful for providing us with ways to destroy our lives. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> here it is. I have printed off for you a whole bunch of stuff and I I will just put just put this out there. I am embarrassed by this. Okay. Yeah, but I have to see your reaction. I've been holding this for a week. Don't read the name. So-and-so wants you to be friends on Facebook. Thanks, the Facebook team. Okay. So somebody whom I haven't spoken to in 20 years for good reason. Suddenly, and she's... So, is, is this a picture of her with what looks like Jabba the Hutt wearing glasses? Is no, that, the Jabba the Hutt wearing glasses is my ex-girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Someone wrote a book this thick about that. I think, um, yeah, something about a guy with a with big ship and he only had one leg. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Holy cow. I was in the Coast Guard and we hit this off the coast of South Carolina. Oh, oh my gosh. Does Greenpeace know about her? <laughs> I saw she's a tele... She does a reality show, right? Whale Wars. She's the one in the water. Holy cow. Oh, what's even worse is that she knows about the Fedora Chronicles radio show, and she'll probably hear this sometime in the near future. Oh, my gosh. Good thing I didn't say her name. Holy cow. I mean... The for, thing- just for the record, my name is Bazooka Goof. <laughs> Holy I didn't say any of that. Dear Lord, I'm sorry and be with them pygmies in Asia. I just, holy cow. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. It's like I almost had a heart attack and fell off my chair. So the the, the thin person is, is the wife, I think the, the husband, the, the thing wife is, that's, that's, thing? I think that, the, no, they're not, no. Neither one of them, there is no thinner. They're both, they both well, pretty much are the I, same. I said relatively, you know, I mean, in The other one's the younger sister. I mean, you know, compared to the sun, the moon is really thin, so... What's really sad here is that my, my wife is three years older than her and looks ten years younger than. Clean living. Clean living. One of the reasons why I bring this up, why get in touch with me? <laughs> Especially if you, if you left each other on not-so-nice Very terms, ugly terms. Very ugly terms. I, I don't get that. I don't understand this, this nostalgia that people have for the past. I have to read this to you okay. because this is one of the exchanges. The thing is, is that this just occurred. As soon as this happened, I had to tell my wife. Yep. You do not have any secrets with the woman that you love if you intend on living in the same house and yeah. sharing the same bed together. Absolutely. You have, you have no secrets. As well, except as, for the rubber gumby pants. What, what are you talking about? She knows about that. She does? My wife doesn't. My, hey, listen, I mean, my, <laughs> you know what? That's not true. We've been talking. She and I have been talking about ha- oh, having you. That would explain. That would explain those looks I've been getting. Yeah, and that dry clean uh, smell. You can thank me for that. Oh, okay, okay. All right. I was, um, was kind of wondering. I had no idea that they actually they were, do dry cleaning for latex. Well, you know, it's it, it does make them a little uncomfortable when you first put them on until you have to break them in because yeah. they shrink a little bit. Well, anyway, here it is. It's like actually, I found you on a mutual friend's. List and I thought it was you, but I wasn't sure. How can you not know that it's not me? How many people in the world are there named Eric Fisk? Well, the thing is, is that that's the equivalent of John Smith in, in Norway. But how many <laughs> Eric Fisks are there? I mean, it's New England is not that big. How many Eric Fisks do you know out there who, who has always and will always dress like it's 1939? What, Come on. what are the odds of there being two Eric Fisks that are f- friends with the same person? Exactly. Uh, since I've been on Facebook, I've been nostalgic for reconnecting with the past. No ulterior motives 
I promise, I asked her what her motives were. Uh-huh. Um, I just wish... Uh, I just wish I knew how to get in touch with this other person again. Um, I always missed her a lot since we lost touch. I think there's a reason why you lost touch. Um, yeah. I never really wanted any of us to go our separate ways, but it just happened. That's what happens when you have unprotected sex with other people <laughs> behind the back of the man you say you want to get married with. Yes. It's, it, that's what happens. Yes. Generally speaking, that is a recipe for disaster. In relationships, but it just Usually. happened. You know, unless there's cameras involved, I don't want to hear about the cameras. I don't want to see it. Hey, it's a, it's a pretty lucrative side <laughs> job, from what I understand. <laughs> no, the Fedora Chronicles will not be having whale porn. <laughs> um, but it just happened, obviously for the better, because we are all happy. With how our lives turned out, I think she's lying. I think she's lying she as well. Lies. Why? Why would you? Why would you try and reconnect with the an ex? Of the whale demon lies. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, Jonah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh! I Obviously, I... for the better, because we are all happy with the way our lives turned out. Listen. Did, when she, I... did she have the beard when you were dating? <laughs> Well, here's, here's the thing. When when I first met her, I had my own car. Uh-huh. I lived in a cottage out in the middle of the woods. That was that was my apartment. I had money in the bank, and I was on my way to college. Uh-huh. I had a future that I was actually looking forward to. Uh-huh. After we left, I had no money. I got evicted from my cottage. I had no car, and I was homeless for a year or so afterwards, with no chance of going back to school and finishing my education. Well, the the no money and being evicted thing is kind of, you know, what happens with your first girlfriend. But the rest of it, that's kind of screwy. And the man who replaced me threatened to blow my head off with a shotgun if I ever talked to her again. I was already through. I never wanted to speak to this person again. And I got this crazed kid who's now doing time for second-degree murder after we're breaking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bad timing. <laughs> Bad timing. Why would you? I mean, I'm looking at this. And it's like, oh, oh my gosh. And this is. <laughs> and you also got to realize anything that you say to a webmaster yes. who has made a living out of talking about his life is going to use this material for a radio show. It's all over the place. You this should know so that I'm going to use this. You should know that I'm going to use this. Listen, if you are somebody from my past. And you were worried about me using the material for a future radio show or a rant. It's better to leave stuff in the past. <laughs> exactly. And, it, you know, no offense, but if people know about the Fedora Chronicles and know that you run the Fedora Chronicles and do these radio shows and write all these articles, don't be surprised if you try to friend people on Facebook and they say no. <laughs> <laughs> no I don't have to worry about that. I have people coming out of, out of the woodwork. Wanting to be friends with me even after I've written horrible things about them. And it's like, it's not, some of it is like, it's, it's a humorous look at the horrible, crappy things people do to ourselves, do, do to each other. And, and no, I think you're right the first time, what we do to ourselves. Because, I mean, let's face it, this whole thing with of social networking, and I, I've, I've heard about this story on, on Fox News, and, and I've heard about the stories that kind of led to this story actually being written. And the thing is, is that we do these awful things to ourselves, these horrible things to ourselves over time. Like, for example, you and I are both alcoholics, right? Right, recovering. And yes, recovering alcoholics. So 
think of all the damage you did to yourself and by my crawling into the yeah by crawling into the bottle. I mean, to your relationships, to your body, to um, the opportunities that you had that you probably squandered at the time. Sure. You know, I mean, I, I met a guy who was willing to pay my entire college tuition and give me a full time job so I would have spending money. And I met him at a bar, and I thought he was joking. I was drunk. He was drunk, so I thought he was joking. Well, I go back there the next night, and I because yeah, I would go back to the same bar night after night after night. Yeah, so we do that. Yes, yeah, that's how one of the ways you can tell you're an alcoholic. (laughs) If you go to a bar and they know your name, and then you go to another bar and they know your name, and you go to another bar and they know your name, yeah, rinse and repeat. That's a bad thing. When you sit down at a bar and they already know what you're going to order, yes. That's also a bad thing. Scotch and water go easy on the ice. <laughs> For me, it was whatever's on tap, cheap. <laughs> I used to drink the rail bourbon. You know what the rail bourbon is? It's, you, the, it's the one that's right on it's the... the bur- it's the bourbon that is like the closest to the bartender yep. right by the sink. The, the one that you can grab onto the easiest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So anyway, this guy, I find out the next night, owned... A small newspaper you may have heard of, the San Francisco Chronicle. You know what? I had a similar situation, whereas, I mean, I had a college that I was attending wanted to start up a journalism um, degree. Okay. A permanent major, because when I did it, it was just, it was just a temporary thing. It they were was just ju- trying it out. They were just trying yeah. it out. And the thing is, is that that's where I really blossomed. Mm-hmm. And they were going to offer me... A full scholarship, so long as I agreed to be a student teacher or teacher student, whichever, and majored in journalism. And you didn't take it. I, I hate myself to this day for not taking up See, that opportunity. I do not hate myself for 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 turning down that opportunity. I do. I regret it. Yes and no. I'm not a scholarly person. I prefer to self educate. I just I, – I, I tried college. College didn't work for me. I just – well, when I say didn't work, I mean depending on what you wanted out of college. You know, I met a lot of women and got drunk a lot. So, Yay. But in terms of actually learning things at college, I didn't learn anything really in the classrooms that much at all. Right. You know, which is, which is a shame because my mother works at that college now and I've met some of those professors afterwards and – they're all nice people. They're all very nice, intelligent, smart people. It's just I was a horrible student. I was not ready for college. I, and at that time in my life, I still wasn't ready for college. I'm not ready for college now. So I just, I, I'm just not a student. No, I'm just I not a, I'm not a good student. I don't believe student. that. I don't believe that at all. You don't believe I'm, not, I'm ready for – you think I'm ready for college? I, I'll, honestly, I think that you, sh- you could probably get a degree or two under your belt and show some teachers some things. But that's just me. I'm just biased. Eh. I've known you for like, what, 13 years now. Has it really um, been that long? Oh my gosh, it's been... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Hey, by the way, um, I noticed you have a little more gray by the temples. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's... Uh, I blame this one on my wife. This one is my oldest daughter. This one. <laughs> Speaking of your oldest daughter, is she on Facebook? Is she on any yes. social media? Yes. What the hell are you thinking? I'm thinking I monitor everything she does really closely. And and you better make sure that you have her password and you know what she's saying online. And you better know. And I'm not just saying this just for you. I'm also saying this for all the other dads who are listening and all the other moms like my sister in regards to my niece. You better keep a close eye and a tight leash on your kids because I'm telling you, pregnancies may come and go, but STDs are forever. Yes, they are. And that is not cool. 
No, that is it, not funny. It, like, yeah, I mean, Eddie Murphy used to joke that you carry it around like luggage, but it's nowadays that luggage will kill you. Yeah, it'll kill you. So that, that'll that'll that's kill you. Just not a good thing. I mean, there are people who I would love to be able to get in touch with from the past mm-hmm. and just say, "Hey, listen, I'm sorry." I'm sorry for some of the things that I said. There's one woman in particular whom I would like to apologize and make amends with. Mm-hmm. And that there are other people whom it's just best left in the past. And, and here's something else. I would just like my memories of the late 80s and the early 90s not to be tainted with anything that's happened recently. Yeah. For example, the, the bar that I worked at when I was in college. I, w- you know, I would love to be able to go back and, and see that again but yet, I don't want to risk ruining or tainting the memories of of how it was back yeah, then. It's like the Thomas Wolfe novel. You can never go home again. I mean, it's the reason why you can't go home again is because home changes. Yeah, and you change as well. So as we go through as we go through our lives, we make decisions, and there's consequences of those decisions that really form who we are. Our experiences form the people that we are today, and and our our decisions and the consequences do that. So. I go home fairly often, like once a month, once every other month. I go back to my parents' house, and I I go past my old haunts. Now, when I say go back to my parents' house, I grew up in a log cabin across the street from a state forest. So it's not like a lot of people who grew up in suburbia where they go home and then they go to the, the place they used to hang out at. The right. place I used to hang out at were people's houses yeah. because it took us 20 minutes to get there. You know what I mean? You didn't. We didn't have a hangout spot. You know, I, I grew up out in, in East Anal Intercourse, and we just, we just, what we did for fun was we, we walked around in the woods, took sticks, pulled all the bark off of them, sharpened one end, and then tried to kill each other with them. That was what we did for fun. And while it was a great thing for my imagination, it really fed my imagination, it really fed the creativity, and I learned a lot about life and death. You know, I mean, you, you see animals dying in the woods all the time. You know, you see things that are that have been hunted or the remains of something that has already been hunted. You, you know, so you see the, the cycle of life right. when you're in the woods as often as I was as a kid. And, but you don't, when you go back, that doesn't, that changes. You know, even, even the woods I grew up in are different now. And the places that people go to where they hung out in high school and they have all these fond memories of, you know what? Half of them are gone. Half of them are changed. You know, it, it, you just this, there is no home there now. It's not what it used to be. Right. You know, and plus you're looking at it through different eyes. So I think you're smart for not wanting to go back and, and taint those memories of the past. I think a lot of times we need to maintain those memories as they are and cherish them as they are in our heads rather than go back and try and especially, heaven forbid, relive them. Why the heck would you want to go back to being a teenager for crying out loud? When Only you were, if I could redo it all over again, knowing what I know now. See, I don't even think I would do that. I don't think I would do that. It's Did I do stupid things? Yes. Oh, I, I do stupid things every day. But even when I was a, a teenager going through life and, and doing the stupid things that all teenagers do in life, I don't think I would want to change any of that. Because if, if I were to go back and change that, I wouldn't be who I am now. Let me just say this. Uh-huh. I accept that. Uh-huh. I accept the fact that the, because of things like that, because of yeah. this, 
is that I am the person who I am. And I don't, I didn't like the person who I was for the first couple of years after this horrible, humiliating breakup. Uh-huh. And the thing is, is that I did get to see the country, but I saw the ass end of the country that yeah. I went across. But at the same time, I, there's something beautiful about that as well. That is true. The you fact know, that it's like I didn't... You not, even said in the, in the beginning of the show, you said you're very patriotic. You saw the worst of America, and you're still patriotic. Yes. I saw some things that I, that I certainly hope anyone who's on the border about America right. doesn't see. You know, but you still love the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, when I think of the country, I, I think of all the positive things, you know, and, and that's just, I, to borrow from... From Star Wars, your focus determines your reality. So right. if you concentrate on the bad things that happen to you, soon all you're going to see anywhere are the bad things. Sure. If you look at the good things that have happened to you, you're only going to see the good things. And with that saying, if I could surgically remove the memories of this succubus from my mind, <laughs> yeah. I would do so in an instant. And it's like, I wish that I could go back and... and um, uh, take advantage of those opportunities that were offered to me back in the autumn of 1988. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I believe that my wife and I were fated to be together. Yep. I know that we were just meant... I know that there's some people who don't believe in fate, don't believe in God, but the way that everything clicked with my wife and I and the stories that we've told each other, I know for a fact that it's like if I had got my crap together, she and I would have met down in Princeton, New Jersey five, ten years sooner. And it was just like, I mean, the pain and the suffering that this person put me through. And the fact that this person wants to get in touch with me, and it was just like, and and it's like some of the other stuff that's like I have here is is like I had asked her simple, you know, um, I might not have had them, had things gone differently in my life. I think that everyone... Everything we go through is for a reason, and our experiences make us better people. No. Not all of our experiences make us better people. No. No. And, and that's kind of a that's kind of a mature way of looking at it is to realize that you're not a great person necessarily. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I know there are things about myself I would love to change and I'm working on changing. Right. But there are things I'm a much better person now than I was 15 years ago than I was 20 years ago, and I'm a work in progress, and I'm trying to improve. And some of the things that I did, if I had done them differently, I would be a better person. Sure. I would be further along that path to the, the ultimate me, if you will. Yeah. But I think a lot of times people who say things like that are really kind of um, – they're trying to, I think, impress themselves. They're trying to inflate themselves, give themselves right. a, a, an inflated sense of being, an inflated sense of who they are in their place in the world. I mean, my place in the world right now is I'm I'm a husband and a father and a friend. Um, other than that, in terms of would the world end if I were to die tomorrow? No. The world's going to go on. Most things aren't going to change. The See, only thing that's going to change are the people directly within my circle of influence. And, I, and, and by that, I don't even mean work. Right. I mean – you know, people like yourself and, and the, the friends that I have and certainly my family are going to be affected and changed by it. Right. But if I were to die tomorrow, they, they'd just promote someone else into the position that I'm in, you know, and or they'd hire someone from the outside and put them in that position. And work would go on pretty much the same that it has while I was there. You know, have I affected changes at work? Yes. Am I still affecting change at work? Yes, I am. But that doesn't mean I'm the only one that can do it. 
far from that. I'm not the only person that can do it. And I think we have to realize that. In fact, um, I forget who it was, the guy that was uh, the apartheid. He was in prison for 20 years. Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. One of my favorite quotes from him, and I would have remembered his name originally if I wasn't lacking sleep like I am, but... One of my favorite quotes from him is that we, our greatest fear is not that we are powerless, but that we are all powerful. That is true. Because then we're responsible. You yeah. know? And, and because I'm a geek, I equate it to comic books. You know, the Spider-Man thing of, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. So if we are, to delve into the religious aspects, if we are truly children of God, if we truly are sons and daughters of God, then that means what are we going to be when we grow up? What potential do we have? Don't we have infinite potential? Yeah. Don't we have the potential to become God-like beings? You know? I mean, it's if you, if you think of it in those terms, then what can't we do? I will – exactly. I will say this in, in this woman's defense. Experiences make us better people. I am a better person because I overcame right. this obstacle. I became a better person in spite of – of what happened way back when. And, and that's empowering, too. It really is. But I will also say I would have been a better person if I had never gotten involved with this person's drama. If I didn't give her the power to suck me down into yes. her tempest and abyss. There are oftentimes I wish I had never picked up alcohol. Oh, I... That is, if I have any regrets, that is the regret. But, however, if I had never picked up alcohol, I never would have suffered the trials that I went through trying to get away from the addiction of alcohol and the really the inner strength that I realized I had as a result of that. Okay. So it's 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 a rough thing to kind of wrap your mind around. Yeah, exactly. You know. Let me just wrap this up mm-hmm. but with this this quote here. Also the internet has made it a lot easier to reach out to people from the past too. Is that even a sentence? I mean, that sounded like... I don't know. Did, I mean, the thing is, is it's like social, me- social media. Yes. I look at something like Facebook. It's, it's as good or as bad as you want to make it believe, be. I am glad that I was able to reconnect to people who I, I knew from the past. Right. And they're all... I mean, there's a lot of things that's like, I have resolved. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. And it's like, I've reconnected with people. And oh, it's like, I, I got uh, um, feedback about you know how they viewed me back then. Right. Which is not as nearly as awful as I thought it, it was. <laughs> there are a lot of people who don't remember the horrible things that, like I, that, I, that I did. Well, like my high school, for example, Facebook caused us to have a 20-year reunion. Yeah. So that was a trip. I mean, I was, I'm actually, sorry, who forces you to have a 20-year reunion? We didn't force us. It, it oh. enabled us. Oh, enabled you. Yeah. Okay. So, we, in other words, a bunch of people from my high school class started sure. connecting on Facebook, and we said, hey, we should all get together. Sure. And it happened to be in going into our 20th year of having graduated high school. Yeah. We got together last summer. Right. Not the summer 2009. Yeah. So that was like an unofficial 21st high school reunion, if you want to consider it that. But for that reason... I like Facebook, but Facebook, the internet, computers, they're just tools. Yeah. For example, think of a think of a knife. Knife is a tool, right? You can use it to make yourself dinner. You can use it to carve a piece of wood into a beautiful piece of work, or you could use it to kill somebody. Is that the knife's fault? No, it's not. It's, it's the, not. It's, it's the purpose people put it to. It, you know, 
So, Facebook, good or evil or a little bit of both? In my opinion, neither. It's, it's neither good nor evil. It's just a tool. I have come to the same conclusion. Yeah. I just think that it is a fascinating topic. Yes. And and just to eviscerate somebody who is just like so out of... <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> what were you, let's see. I, this guy, we dated for a while and I really screwed him over. And, and you know, my life went to crap after, I, after we broke up. And yeah, things really were really crappy back then. I want to get... I want to know him again. <laughs> you know, I mean, you I, see the pictures of my wife. I'm obviously happy. Yes. It's like I'm, I, I'm with somebody who could have been a doctor or a supermodel or both if she wanted to. Why the hell she's with me? I have no idea. Well, that could have been, you know, those that chemical compound that I told you about. <laughs> that, that, that may have something to do with it. You're still using it every morning in her coffee, right? No. Oh, Wow. Isn't and she's that... still with you? Because I still do that with my wife. <laughs> I'm not taking any chances. Chemicals and gumby pants. <laughs> That's right. Lethal combination. Yes, they are. They always have been. So the final question is, have you had an experience like this um, that you can talk about? I have had an experience where um, the girl that I, the date, that I dated, my first love, I met, I, we kind of reconnected on Facebook. We had one conversation on Facebook. You know, I have that instant message thing. Yes. We had one conversation on Facebook that lasted, I want to say, about 30 minutes. And in all honesty, we haven't spoken a word to each other since then. Has it tainted your memories of the past? No, it hasn't. Okay. Not at all. It's, it's, um, it's altered my perceptions of, um, of what I was like back then. Um, I didn't like myself um, because of other things that happened in my life. I, I grew up and I, I grew a backbone. I used to let people walk all over me. And it that's how I viewed myself back then as just this really weak-willed sort of person. But after that conversation with her and after conversations I've had with my friends from high school, I realized I wasn't as weak-willed as I thought I was. I was re- actually a lot stronger-willed than I had thought I had been. It's just everyone kind of interpreted it as, well, he's just a nice guy. He just doesn't want to hurt someone's feelings or he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to do anything bad kind of a thing. It wasn't It wasn't that I was, I was never perceived anyway as being weak. I was perceived as being just a nice person. Right. You know? So in that way, that that's the only really change that happened. I don't regret breaking up with her. I don't regret the experiences that I had with her. I really don't. Yeah. Am I about to leave my wife and go back to her? No. <laughs> what are you, crazy? No way I'm going to do that. Oh, by the way, your wife called. There's something that she has to tell you. She met somebody on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. My wife isn't going anywhere either. If I was even worried about that, then I would probably be a nervous wreck. <laughs> so she's so she's still chained to the basement wall. Well, I told you, that chemical compound every morning... <laughs> Every morning. What is it called? LSD? Chloroform? No, 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 no. I, I refuse to mention because then people are going to start calling me up. Hey, dude, dude, you got, you got the stuff? No, no, man. I, I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Go away! It's the cops. Yeah, I, I don't need that. I don't need that in my life again. I mean, I don't want that in my life ever? Yeah, that's it. <laughs>